0: Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com advice and sign up now.
1: Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, of course, with Marnie Kenris. Uh, check her out at winggirlmethod.com. We have our voice of man today. Uh, finally, we've got one. Um, we've got uh, Alonzo Bowden, um, who's a super oh, funny, funny comedian. Um, you can check him out on the Who's Paying Attention podcast. Is that here on the Sideshow Network? Yes, it is. Cool. And... Um, uh also you have comedy dates and stuff yeah coming just out, go then. to
2: alonzoboden.com i'm traveling all the time next week is vegas and then uh i don't even know where i go after that that's, good. That, that's a good thing up. that's a good
0: is thing. that hard to travel so much
2: no it's it's the job i'm used to it yeah.
0: so well you're saying i
2: always remember like my next flight but beyond that like, you don't even I, want to think I about it. Probably very seldom can tell you where I was two weeks ago. Who's
1: really? booking the flights? Are you booking them? Yeah, yeah,
2: I do. I do. I had a, a brilliant travel agent, sadly, she passed away hmm. a few years ago, and I've never been able to replace her. Yeah. Yeah. She She was great because she had been a manager in comedy, so she knew so she, she got how it. we lived, and she, her company was her name's Amy, and she had a company called Stand Up Travel, and that's mainly what oh she wow S- stand ups. Yeah. Because she, I, when she passed away, I posted online that right now there are a hundred comics in airports not knowing where we're going.
0: <laughs> right. They're we totally can't confused. Call Amy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Poor you, thing. you were talking about before about the fact that you're single. You're a bachelor. Yeah. How? If you're traveling so much, how do you meet women, or do you want to meet women?
2: Well, it's. I mean, that's. One of the main reasons I get—I don't even know if it's the main reason, but it's a reason I'm not married is because I probably travel— I, and I never count the weeks because I'd probably get depressed, but I'll estimate 40 weeks a year I'm wow. in and out of airports. I mean, I, I do it all the time. It's my job. So to to have a relationship, to sustain a relationship with that kind of travel is, is difficult. The funniest uh, line I got back when I was doing Last Comic— and we were, we were shooting the show on. We'd rehearse Monday, shoot Tuesday. I'd usually be home Wednesday. Then I'd be on the road Thursday through Sunday. Jeez. And the girl who I had, was my girlfriend at the time said, "Can I get a surrogate boyfriend for weekends? <laughs> yeah, just so I could go on a date now and then." It's like, I mean, when you're a comic, dating isn't normal because we are the date. What do you mean? We're who when you go on a date on Friday or Saturday night, like you go to a comedy club, like that's where that's, we work. Yeah. right. So we don't. It's if you could date a comic, it's like, well, we want to go out Saturday. Well, I hope you like the improv.
1: Well, I know, right. yeah, I know. Uh, that's where I'll be. I know a girl who um, was going on, who was dating this this comic. Who's he's a working comic, and he was had a bunch of shows in New York, and so he, he took her on dates as going to his shows and he did it over and over and so at first she was like oh this is so cool he's like going to his shows and it was like he was at the Comedy Cellar and then like at yeah. Gotham or whatever and then the second week he did it and she's like oh, okay it's so kind of cool and then like the third time she's like Ugh. you know she's just going to watch his stand up over and over
2: Right. It take, it takes a certain type of woman because she has to be able to go to the club and just grab a seat and chill out because we're on, you know, and then and, and if you're doing a road the road stuff, then after the show, you you know, you're selling CDs or merch or whatever. And you're like socializing. And there's times when girls are going to flirt with you and blah, blah, blah. And if a woman's with you, she just has to understand that's your work. You know that I, the right. my favorite experience with that was I, I was dating this girl and she was jealous. She was like extremely jealous, which was one of the problems but a friend of hers and a mutual friend of mine was married to a musician and so this girl was was bitching at me at some club or whatever and the friend said you really think it's a good idea to be bitching at him while he's on the road in a club full <laughs> of women like maybe your timing's off right. maybe right. you should you know and and, and it, it's one of those things it as a comic
1: you're throwing him out of vagina right
2: now yeah but we're not we're not as attractive as musicians no
1: you know? yeah
2: it's not like women are coming up to comics throwing panties at the stage <laughs> or this or that every now and then a comic like that comes along but for the most part nah it's not it's it's something perceived people are like oh you have groupies after the show you're like nah not so much Not so. I don't have a guitar or saxophone.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, people go to comedy shows in couples more than like girls go to rock concerts in, yeah. in, with yeah. their girlfriends more
0: so. Yeah, but still, a sense of humor is very attractive to a lot of oh, women. And a man who can own a stage can be a huge turn-on. Well, let, let me ask you a, few, a question because I'm sure there are some people who are listening who okay. also have very busy mm-hmm. lifestyles and sometimes they use as, that as an excuse as to why they can't date or how it's hurt them in the past. Um, have you learned... Not a way to balance, but a way to express what you do to a woman so that she would be able to handle the fact that you're gone for so long? Or is is there like if you if you travel a lot, are you just screwed? You can never have a relationship.
2: No, you can. I mean, some guys do. Um, a lot of guys do. I know. I know some musicians who do also. And their travel is completely different because they'll yeah. go on a tour for three months. Yeah. And then come home. But we comics more travel every week. You, you know, I, it's my passion. so so that's the that's probably a bigger problem. You know, the travel is part of it, but the fact that I love doing it so much and it's such a passion. And even when we're home, like you were talking about your friend in New York, it's not like we're sitting at home when we're home. When I'm in LA, then I'm gonna be at the laugh factory. Or I'm gonna be at the improv or I'm gonna be at the comedy magic club. So so even when I'm home, I'm gonna be gone at night, you know, the for a long time. The hardest thing for me was to have, and it's still hard if I have a weekend night off. I'm like, what do people do?
3: Right, right. <laughs> what
2: do and and we call we'll say a joke about civilians. We're like, it's Friday night. What do civilians do? And then you like go to a movie or something, but it's crowded.
0: Right. And I mean, comics basketball? are
2: used to going to movies on Tuesday afternoon by ourselves. Right. You know, you're or Thursday. You're on the road somewhere, so you're never like wait in line for a movie what is that what people do like sometimes i'm just fascinated and and i'm i'm not a club guy i'm you know that that those days are behind me there was a time when you'd go on the road and you want to hit the club after the show and get laid and all that but but that gets old you do it and then once you've done it for a while you realize it's the same thing over and over so does my career get in the way of a relationship only in the sense that she would have to understand the passion I have for my career. That That's probably the biggest thing. The, the, um,
0: Do you explain that to women that you date?
2: Yeah, but more likely they see it and they know it. It's, it's something you don't have to explain because they see it. And, and I've had a, a few. I can think of three women in my life that were phenomenal. Any one of which, had I not screwed it up, I would have been happy. And they they got it. The, that was one thing. The the those women got it instantly. Never had to explain it. Never had it. they were like, yeah, he's at work. That's his thing. And they would they be cool. at the club. They sit in the back. They would chill out or they'd hang out in the green room or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm here. When we're done, we leave. And they never they never worried about some other woman, right? You know.
0: Well, what screwed it up then? Me. In what way?
2: oh uh various ways difficult um com- one was it was just i didn't communicate what was going on with me i i, I joke that um i blamed her for not being able to read my mind mm-hmm. awesome as most people do another one it was a matter of um i guess i was afraid to move her from her home to la because i was like well I've, i move you out here and it doesn't work now i've upended your whole life and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's right. scary.
1: That's easy to screw so,
2: up. So I didn't do that. And then the, the other one, um, in retrospect, it's like, whoo, dodged a bullet on <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> okay, but no, but those are interesting things. So lack of communication and from what it sounds like to me, what the woman would be hearing is that your passion for her wasn't as strong as it was for your work. Cause you were, no, no, not no, a, no. But no. you you were able to move mountains for her. But for her to come out to Los Angeles would be I mean, sorry, move mountains for your career.
2: What? No, that's that's asking someone to make a big change because now I'm saying, okay, you move to L. A. to be with me, but I'm not going to be home a lot. But mm-hmm. you don't know anybody here, or any You know what I mean, like that. Oh,
0: I, oh, I totally get what you're saying. I'm hearing it for, from a woman's mind again. Not that anything you're saying is incorrect or wrong, because I think that that is a very sound, confident position for you to be in, and a very respectful position saying, like, listen, I don't want you to uplift your life and do all of this for me. Which a lot of men tend to say. And as a woman, I've had those things said to me before, and it is the most heart. Breaking words that you can hear because it means that he doesn't love you enough because if he did love me enough he wouldn't care there what there would be no it's not going to work out it's I want you to be beside me again I'm just trying to paint a picture for people who are listening to to tell them what what sound logical rational statements coming out of a man's mouth sound like to a woman
2: yeah <laughs> well women seem to be more Willing to make those changes, mm-hmm. right? To change their life for a man or this or that, and and I don't know, I don't know if that's true. I'll say seems, but you know, it's a logical thing. So does logic? I I understand what you're saying, but does logic mean I don't love you if I if I know that or if I think about the fact? Well, a lot of times these things don't work out, and the real the it's reality. Reality is yeah. that it would be a major upset or whatever like does that that means I don't love you like that's where that's where men lose it lose the communication with women like okay I just explained something to you and you just heard something completely different Mm -hmm. and that's where that's where the disconnect is
0: because my emotions don't understand logic if I were to sit down and give advice to somebody else I could be completely logical I can totally understand where you're coming from but when I am in love with somebody and I care about somebody i'm I'm really willing to do anything to be with them and there is no logic. there is no reality. The reality is is that we can make this happen.
2: I think that might be true at 25 but it's not true at 50.
0: I don't know about 50 because I'm not 50. I am Yeah but do you find that for women as well that it's a-
2: yeah, a woman who's who's say um, in her 40s or older has more life experience so she's less likely to believe the fairy tale and say oh i would do anything for a man now there there are some who would and you know there might be other reasons involved desperation but um yeah they're less likely to say i'm gonna upend my you know a woman who say a woman who's 45 versus a woman who's 25 yeah it's less likely to say i'm gonna upend my life to be with a man She's more I, I likely to that. say hey we can commute to each other, you know?
0: Yeah, that but, you would find a solution to make mm-hmm. that happen. Right. I com- I completely yeah. completely agree with that. I th- I think that's very true. So tell me about you and talking to women, attracting to women. I, I, like have you have you been good with women? Are you not good with women in the past? I have guess, you found them you know, a challenge?
2: I guess I do okay. It's not something I consciously think about, you know. Um I had a friend who was a pickup artist. Who? Like he was good. It was our buddy Mikey, and that's what Mikey did. And, Mikey, what? Uh, I'm not going to give his full name. I'm not why? Gonna, because that's my world. No, I'm not going to because I can't break his his.
0: Oh, is that his real name, Mikey? Yeah, that's his. Real oh, name. what's He's oh. a real
2: guy? It's friend.
0: Oh, I know, but I want to know but, his fake name then.
2: No, he didn't, didn't have a fake name. Let's, oh, okay. Let's call him. Let's call him Uncle Mike. Okay. That's what we used to call him, but he he could pick up women. And he was a guy he wasn't particularly attractive. He wasn't rich or you know, usually he didn't even have a job, but he had this gift, but it wasn't just a gift. He worked at it. You know what I mean? It was like we were like, you know, if you put as much effort into something else, you know, a job, a career as you put into picking up women, you'd be rich, yeah, but but it's this thing. So I'm. But I've never been the guy to like go to a club, go to a bar, you know, attempt to pick up women. I, I guess I've talked to women casually. Obviously, I've made them laugh. Um, there have been times when I wish I had a line. You know, there's probably been a million women that have gotten away because I couldn't think of what to say, and. Um,
0: That's interesting because you're a comic, so you would think you would always know what to say.
2: No, it, because when when you're a comic you're a comic on stage off stage most comics are pretty introverted and um yeah we i most comics i know and have known are not social animals we we stay to ourselves it's it's a it's a that's the nature of the business you travel alone you live alone you work on stage alone you know so you can do it when you're in a situation and you start talking and you're just naturally funny because it's what you do. But but to actually turn it on and say, oh, I'm going to be funny to, you know, get this woman. I don't think about it that way. Now, some guys do, but I think most comics don't. I don't. So. Interesting. But yeah, I've done, you know, I've done okay. I mean, it's not, I've never I've never kept score. I've I've had definitely more than my share of encounters with women and sex with you know I've, I've had sex with enough women that that that's not that's not the impetus for pursuing them you know it's like no that makes sense yeah it could be you know i i joked that every now and then you'll find one with a special talent but but at this point usually it's like you're not going to find something new
0: <laughs> you know, like I've seen it all. <laughs> exactly. Okay, interesting. Well, we, we have um, Goldie coming up on the second half of our show who's going to talk to us about style. Uh, so I'd like to cut the show right now and then get to the second half of the show and then also squeeze in over analyze this. So we will be back after this. Kristen and I um, wanted to do something special for you guys. You've been getting a lot of requests. Well,
1: it's more special for ourselves. Right, exactly. But you guys were also in mind.
0: Yeah. Well, always. You're always on our minds. and so, Well, sometimes. <laughs> some, some guys, maybe two people, <laughs> wrote in and said, what goes on behind the scenes of the Ask Women podcast? What do you guys do before the show? What do you do after the show? What do you do during the show? They wanted to see what actually happens. Well, on your half, yes. Mm-hmm. It depends on who's on the show, but half the time, that is very true. And so we decided, let's get a camera crew in here and show people what actually goes on behind the scenes at the Askman Podcast. So we have done it. We've edited it. It's kind of awesome. And we also gave you a video um, of a full podcast so you can actually see us instead of just hearing us. And the, the truth is is that, yes, this is a, this is a great behind-the-scenes, it's wonderful because it is jam-packed with information for you, but it's also a great way to support the show uh, and keep us on the air because it's a motive for Kristen to make some extra Yeah, cash. because I'm thinking about driving yeah. <laughs> for Uber, so, exactly, exactly. so this she's getting tired. Kristen needs some money, and we need some support for the show, so I would love for you to go get a copy of... The Ask Women Behind the Scenes video, which gives you like 20 minutes, I think, of, of us behind the scenes before the show. Yeah, it's the basically show and- like us kind of arriving, like what the studio looks like here at yeah.
1: SideShow Network. Yeah. So it's basically us getting here, us setting up, uh, talking about what yeah. you know how we. Um, uh, what we discussed before the show and like grabbing coffees, etc. Yeah, super exciting excuse, stuff. It's like
0: it's like I have no it's, idea. It's basically
1: really boring. But if you're wondering like what we look like, mm, yes. sitting at microphones and talking. Yes, and then it's we have the that. wonderful
0: sex with Emily. Uh, she was on the episode that we decided to do this for, so she's super cute and she talks all about sex and pleasuring a woman. And uh, it, it it it's awesome. you can see hand
1: gestures, which might be helpful for guys. Can see hand
0: jobs as well. Yes, hand gestures of things to do that would be really yeah. helpful. Anyway, if you want to support the show, if you want to check out this behind-the-scenes footage of the Ask Women podcast, go to winggirlmethod.com and slash behind the scenes. Scenes. Winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes and get your copy of the behind the scenes video. Plus, I'm going to throw in a free copy of my best selling book, Get oh, Inside cool. Her. And cool. a couple of other books. And how much too. is this going to be? This is going to be $149. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, um oh, God, I, I we are going to be very awesome and wonderful and we're going to sell this for $7.99. So please support the show. Please get the behind the scenes. You get a free copy of my book, Get Inside Her. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes please guys I'm desperate <laughs> thanks guys
1: all right hey guys we're back um and we're gonna talk about style um, because so many so many men struggle with it no no uh, hints directed I'm, toward Alonzo. you're looking offended. amazing
0: he's I got a nice no leather problem. jacket I'm,
2: I'm good with clothes yes
0: i like the t-shirt i like the I, worn in t-shirts yeah me too i like i like that look yeah well goldie has been on our show before but now she's yeah. actually in studio yeah, yeah, with us, us on before. our show
1: which is great yeah. so you're from new york yes i am so the fashions in new york versus la have you noticed anything different for the men so far
3: Absolutely. Uh, in New York, I would say there's a lot more of an edge. And what I love about New York and why I feel so at home there, because I'm from L.A., is because I feel like everyone is just really being themselves to a T. And you literally can just wear whatever you want. Whereas in L.A., I've, even myself felt a little bit inhibited. And when I moved there six years ago, suddenly I put on these, like, black and white saddle shoes and started dressing like a man with ties and bowler hats and I just felt no in New York. Oh. So once I arrived I was like, I'm just gonna completely go for whatever I feel like wearing. Yeah. And that was the best thing for me personally and for my my business and for my clients because what I really want people to do is just totally be themselves. And Mm, living in New York versus living in L.A., I see that people in New York really go for it, and well, I feel yeah. like in L.A. we're a little
1: bit we're a little bit limited because we have warm weather all the time, so right. we can't really layer. Like you're wearing a leather jacket right now, which I don't know how you. It's like 95
2: outside. I, I ride a motorcycle. Oh, uh, okay. Motorcycle all right, there you okay. go. See,
1: protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I have this flannel around my waist, and I'm waiting for it to cool down for it to make sense.
0: Right. So you'll be waiting until like next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen. But so so t- tell us about like your belief around style because I've I've heard you say it a few times about like, you know, people in New York really just go like balls out and and do whatever they want to do. They're a little bit edgier. They really own who they are, which is very similar to their personalities in New York. How how can people utilize that information or that style that that is um in new york how how can they sprinkle that into their their own little worlds because that sounds like that's that's your belief around style that's what you should be doing
3: well honestly whether you're in ohio whether you're in la or new york everyone's entitled to look their best and to kind of let their inside shine on the outside so you know some clients that i meet i I really kind of try to probe them and figure out like what who are you through a series of questions and just like something that I asked him. I was like, do you like to blend in or stand out? I personally like to have like anyone who comes to me for the most part is trying to like amp up their like dating life, sex life, whatever. So, I think the best thing if you are walking into a room, you want to command some attention. So, if my clients like i like to blend in in a good way in a good way very 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 important see
1: alonso's got it got it made because like you stand out no matter what cuz you're like tall and and kind of ripped and like you you know yeah. a lot of guys they're short you know if they're shorter in stature they're not
3: going to stand out well naturally. Well, I, I naturally, yes. If, if they're kind of just like be like wearing that kind of like harmless look, khaki pants, polo t-shirt, they're just going to blend right into the wall. Um, I really like to push people to, um, kind of explore, um, a more, um, a a funkier side or just like a stylish, stylish side. So to kind of like answer your question, like how can they kind of like amp it up um naturally is you kind of want to add color but keep the keep the you want to add pop elements to your look like whether it's like a little pin or a hat or um some funky socks or but it's you just kind of have to really own it, and you have to kind of be in touch with who you are on the inside. And I don't think a lot of guys really, really know um, what would be an easy way for them to figure it out. Because you said you ask. There's certain questions that you ask.
0: What are questions that our listeners could ask themselves to to figure that out?
3: Okay. So basically, I think it's important to know: Are you a more casual dude, or do you like to dress up? Like, I like to know. Like, how far can we push it? Um, like. To, because I think guys should dress up a little bit more. That's kind of like my one thing about L.A. is like I just kind of feel like sweatpants are totally acceptable. Not that I don't own my own pair at home. You right. Know? Um, but like more in New York and in Europe and everything like that, people just won't be caught dead in sweatpants. It's just, it's just a no. So dressing up for the day is important. Like having um, – kind of like upping your game so that's a question i asked like how how comfortable are you being with um dressing up and and then you know some people will say i'm casual so if they say that they're casual i still think that it's important to have the elements of like a dressier look but in casual fabric like for instance like a blazer or like um pants that aren't necessarily jeans um the but like, and are definitely not sweatpants, but have that kind of look, like of a, a nice tailored look, a little bit, but in offered in like a cotton, right, or not necessarily like a shiny suit fabric. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah it definitely does. Yeah, so I uh, just to reiterate, I love like a more dressed up look that's offered in casual fabrics so that you can at first glance look very well put together, but um and then when you kind of like dissect like what is he wearing? You, you notice it's very casual still. And you're kind of and that sets you up for your whole day. I love it when my clients can get dressed in the morning and still be appropriate for their date at nighttime, do you, right.
1: do you feel like in comedy, if you dress too nice, you'll have the worst set?
2: No, um, it depends on what I'm doing. When I do TV, I dress uh, a lot of times. I wear suits. Um, people like it, you know. Uh, it, it's interesting listening to what you're saying because there are certain things I think that some guys do that, you know, when you talk about being individual and having your style, like. Like if you're wearing skinny jeans rolled up, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> right. I can't because it's like you saw that in a magazine and you got a beard. Yeah, go away. You're you know that. I mean because because there it's is an element so of trying too hard. Ridiculously trendy. Yeah. There's like a few guys who that looks good on, but you have to be built for it. You have to be one of those slim young guy. If you're 35 yeah. to 40 and you're wearing skinny jeans, like good, you <laughs> know, yeah. flip-flops, kill me, like put on oh, shoes. You're agreed. a man. <laughs> right. You're a man. Wear shoes. It, it's little, I think little simple things like that matter. But it's interesting what you said about dressing up. One year I hosted New Faces, a comedy in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Festival. And that is a big deal to get on that show. It's like you're one of the new You're one of the dozen new comics they're showing to the industry. You've been ordained. Thank you. These guys dressed like bums. Yeah. Every one of them looked like he just walked in off the street. And I said, you know, if one of you was smart enough to just put a jacket on, not a suit... But just put a jacket on; you'd stand out to everyone watching. But the they're
1: show. afraid to break the mold. I mean, well, we don't want to get too the, far into comedy, but, but, but that's the
2: problem. You right. you have to, and it's not even breaking the mold. It it's like
1: well, because in comedy this is, now it's this become is
2: recognize that this is a big deal and clean up for it.
0: Well,
3: but that's exactly, interesting because that exactly, is directly related exactly. to dating, yeah. as well. Exactly, it's like do because you want to meet women or not? Right, right. because mm-hmm. it's become so
1: cool now to be like. Um, Like just to be kind of Apathetic toward everything Like oh Even though it's a big deal I'm not gonna pretend Like it's not a big deal So it's okay to it's okay to know that things are big deals. Well actually to, so to dress nicely for certain occasions.
3: Definitely yeah. dress nicely for certain occasions, but like you still definitely have to be yourself. So if if my client tells me, "I am apathetic." I I like really like that very very super casual look. I'm like, "Well, let's get you the coolest jeans out there, the coolest t-shirt and coolest like sneakers." You know, it's and just and own that look. And own that look because I'm I'm I am not going to put a client who is super casual in a suit you know it's just not going to work so it's just kind of like knowing you know, just kind of being able to differentiate between the different items like one what like i've said it before like one white t-shirt can look like there's two white t-shirts and one can look completely different and look super sloppy and the other one can be really cool and yeah. i could see orlando yeah. bloom wearing it or something like that right. so well tell me what why is it attractive to
0: women or like how does it help men with women like why should men care about why should men care about style
3: okay if they're looking to attract women well let's just turn it around like I know that when I don't care and I'm walking to the like corner supermarket and I just throw my hair up in a messy bun and I have like my yoga pants and just like a a whatever sweatshirt and I walk out is. I don't get as many looks at all, you know, like I don't even get my free coffee, you know what I mean? But when I turn it up, there's a huge difference, you know, like I I have men like, hey, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And And for you as well, probably the way that you project yourself. Exactly. You're standing up straighter, which is like the number one tip, like for every guy right now. Like if you want to look, how do I look better in my clothes? Stand up straight. All right. But anyway, so and it, it gives you the inner confidence and then, um, You just look better, you know? So, like, why should you care? You should, because women pay attention. And it's a competitive market out there. So Joe Schmo, like, two guys on the street, kind of similar. One's totally dressed up, and the other one has, like, stains on his sweatpants. Who are you going to go for? And also, the guy that's dressed up probably... Is demonstrating higher value, right. you know? I'm, it just kind of makes a woman's mind think like, "Hmm, he's dressed well. I wonder what his lifestyle's like. Right. I wonder where he eats. Where's he gonna take me to eat? Like, does he vacation in the Bahamas? Like, whatever, yeah. you know." Whereas, um, the guy with the sweatpants, I'm like, I bet he just kind of sits at home and watches Netflix. Right. You know, not that that's bad. I watch Netflix too. I so love I'm like, I'm Netflix. Not <laughs> so, so what would be a way
0: for guys? Cause I know that you work with a lot of guys who have, you know, high budgets, low budgets all over the place. So anybody mm-hmm. can be stylish. They don't anybody. have to spend a million dollars. So for the guys that are listening, what would be a great place for them to start with their fashion? Like, how do you even know if you have a horrible style? Like, like where do they, where should they start? Their pants, their pants, <laughs> their pants and Just
3: their like shoes. like with women. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so I noticed that, um, and bless their hearts, a lot of the guys that I meet, their pants, um, their dad jeans, you know, like Lee jeans, Levi's, just that really thick dad jean material, like yeah, light I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, uh, boot cuts coming in. I'm not in love with it, but um, just like big baggy pants, just are are the worst. But most guys, I'll say, and I'll say. I've said it before. It's like the fit is what's most important and which kind of dictates like what is on trend. Like back in the day in the 40s or like, you know, like the zoot suit that was like really big and flouncy and that's cool. And then um, like the 90s, like kind of like big and baggy. And then, you know, uh, you were talking about the skinny jeans that came in and like skinny jeans are kind of more reserved for like the punk rocker kind of kids right now. Um, But uh, now it's like... Slim, straight. So, like, you want to make sure that you have the right fit. You know, that's and that's like probably true for all. So, of your so clothes. important. And the first thing to do is like pick up a GQ magazine. Like, just get a subscription. Anyone listening right now, just get a subscription to GQ and just pay attention. Do you look like that? Like, most likely, the guys in the magazines. Are getting some chicks not because they're models but because they just I'll look put together? Models. Well, oh, probably no, because yeah. it's they're models. Because they're yes, models. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: I've, yeah. I've been around male models. It is a different world. It is, yeah. It is literally comical when in you
1: a talk world you about, don't want to be in.
2: No, I mean, but when you talk about what you wear, let me tell you something. If you're, if you're, uh, um, what's his name, Tyrese? Yeah. 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 Doesn't matter what you wear, right? Doesn't matter. Just walk outside. He, just, yeah, yeah, he's insane looking. Walk outside. He's
3: like so yeah, gorgeous. You,
2: you could get some stained, dirty sweatpants, yeah, mismatched sneakers, and a t-shirt, and just yeah,
3: you totally. Yeah. Well, not everyone's blessed
1: like that. You know, you have to work with what you've got. <laughs> yeah, he so. is literally one in a billion. So just know, generally, you're not him. But here, yeah, here's yeah. The just thing. function and within. Not I'm, I'm going to
2: question the GQ reference because especially because I think GQ as a magazine has changed over the past 10 years and it's worse than it was. But you also have to look at who's wearing the clothes. In other words, if the model is a 25 year old guy wearing Prada and you're a 40 year old guy, say of average build, Mm -hmm. you can't wear what that model's wearing. You literally can't. They, it's not going to look good on you. Like if you're not slim, and you try to wear slim-cut clothing, it's not going to look good on you, no matter how good the clothes are or where they come from. I mean, don't you have to recognize who you are in relation? Absolutely. Just like women talk about women's magazines and she's airbrushed to be perfect. Yeah. And then you put on that and it's like, wow, doesn't look that good.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like uh – you know, I kind of disagree. I think slim cut looks good on everyone. Slim cut's made in all sizes. You know, I'm definitely not saying everyone go out and get a pair of skinny jeans, because I do think that... Um,
2: Can I say something as a big guy? Yeah. Slim cut's not made in all sizes. It's really not. Because, it
3: is, though. Because It is, though. You're just... It's, are you a personal shopper?
2: Yeah, I shop a ton. <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised how much work time and effort I put into it and I know people who do it professionally yeah. and there's certain things that are not made for people in certain sizes
3: okay well you can get custom stuff too. I feel like you like yeah. if you were on the red carpet like you were going to like
1: the Emmys or something you would look really sharp in a slim cut suit
2: yeah I have some and yeah. and but yeah that's when you get into getting things custom made and tailored for Right, you. right, right.
3: I think that's so important. Um, if you, you know, you kind of have to like work with what you got. So, you know, if you're of kind of like an average build, a little extra, and you want to look good, um, save up so that you can have your things altered so that they fit you. I think everyone's clothes, if they don't, aren't fitting right, should go to a tailor and just spend a little bit extra, maybe not buy as many pair of pants. But how do they know that it's fitting them right? So like...
0: I know that at Nordstrom, you can ask the people to help you and they're a little bit more helpful with cuts and tailoring. But yeah. like how do you how do you know what the right fit is and the right cut is for
3: you? Well, if it feels tight, you know, um, if it's cutting off your circulation, if then it's, you know if fits right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you know you're, and you're like you're bingo. Well, you want to be comfortable always. It's so important to be comfortable. If you if you feel like you're getting muffin top, that's always wrong. You know, if your buttons are buckling and kind of stretching, that's wrong. Um, but you you just want to feel, feel right. Like celebrities on the carpet, their clothes are always just fitting them. Um, you don't really see, unless they're going for that like really skinny fit, um, like jean that you were talking about, um, you don't really see people in, in like super tight, tight, tight. Um, you just want your clothes to fit you. And um, if you're like... You know, you have a little extra, you know, a um, couple pounds extra. You, you want your clothes to fit you. If, you, if they're baggy, they're gonna, you're going to look even sloppier. So, okay.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I like this talk about so, fashion. And I was style. watching um, this old
1: Oprah clip recently for whatever reason, like on YouTube, um, of this couple that they had hair. It was like from like 1984. They were mm. like rockers, and the clip was from like 2003 or something. And um, the and they cut their hair and gave them makeovers. But the lady on the show said you should reevaluate your hairstyle every two years. Okay. How often should you reevaluate your wardrobe?
3: I say it's great to to. Okay, so most guys um, that I meet, they really need to do like a whole um, like staple piece wardrobe shop where they get like three to four pairs of pants, like four to five new shirts, like a hat, um, two pairs of shoes, a belt and a sport coat. Um, I would say you want to do that like you want to go for the full shop once and then refresh twice a year and get a few pieces here and there and if you shop right the first time then those clothes are should last you like i'd say like four years okay. you know if you, if you buy good quality and just like classic pieces i don't like going for super trendy things because um, i want to set my clients up um you know so classics so classics yeah and like the hairstyle thing that's another thing that's like really important like um i have a client that told me recently he's like man i really should have listened to you and got that pompadour when you suggested it to me two years ago because i just got it and like now all the girls at um at the coffee shop are like paying attention because this guy's a really attractive guy and i was like that if you good yeah i'm like it really is it's hot like i'm like if you if you listen to me you can like really have all these chicks you know and and the haircut is so important and another thing too is like if you don't have hair and you're like holding on the little bits of hair just shave it all off yeah, yeah. i agree yeah just says shave something it off about, it's, it's very it's, confident it's, if you can do that absolutely it's cool with yourself
0: Absolutely. well i, I will say that like for me before i didn't really understand why style was important i I don't really have stuff. I have Mine a style. looks great. Thank you. I've, I have like a little bit of I feel like I always do what I want to do, but I'm very casual. And I met Goldie and she like helps to spruce me up a little bit every once in a while. But I send tons of my clients over to Goldie and – Every single one of them writes back to me, sending their pictures about how freaking amazing that they look. Just mm-hmm. saying, like Goldie is absolutely amazing. She's changed my life, and now I'm getting X, Y, and Z. Like it, it, it does it have a, a huge impact on their confidence levels, on how they feel about themselves, and how women perceive. Them and it's never expensive to work With her it's not like she's changing Who they are or making yeah them I, I but know it, it
1: does help guys can get Really I, well I mean I know when my Brother my brother um, Is very He's not fashion savvy At all he just wears the same thing That he's been wearing for a long time which is Just kind of like loose fitting jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. And like he could look so sharp And nice if he wanted to and I've Tried to take him shopping and it's like He gets so Upset and angry And like (laughs) His like Butt clenches Like Like how I can't Try something new And so Have you had guys That get really Like Nervous And angry Because it's like I'm,
3: a life change it is it, I've, I've seen guys been, with her do that where they just get like really tense They're like, yeah. yeah I mean everyone has an idea of what looks good on them you know and they've been dressing themselves for however many years and then here I come in and I'm like mm, we need to like change not- everything Ch- about cha- you change mm-hmm. ev- not everything about them but like how things are fitting because this isn't as flattering as you may think and like there's comfort levels too like some people are just like I'm just not comfortable in this so I really really try my hardest to like find them something that makes us both happy yeah. because if, if, if yeah. I'm just happy I'm not I, if, if they if they have clothes sitting in their closet that we bought together that they're not wearing I feel like I didn't do it right Right, and sometimes you know. she even works with them with the style, the clothes they do have. In, Exa- yeah, so that they don't have to buy any. I like to start things off with a closet clean. You know, whether it's a virtual closet cleaner, I'm with them in person. Yeah, and um, get all the dead bodies out of there. Yeah, get right. all like all just the women like women that rejected you. Cut the fat. You know, mm-hmm. if it's not, it's not working for you. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. I would so much rather someone be like Pee Wee Herman and like have one look. You know, and just, like, redo that look every day. Wash it when you get home. Yeah. You know, if, like, finances are a problem and you can, like, literally only invest in, like, one or two outfits... Who that's what people in Europe do it, exactly. My sister saved up for a pair of
0: boots When she was living over in London Yeah, And, like, and she wore them every day And that's acceptable That's there. completely acceptable they have to go wash their suit After they jerk yeah. off in a movie theater after <laughs> the Yeah, <night>. seriously <laughs> Well, anybody who is listening to this podcast I wanted to offer something very special If you are listening to this podcast And are interested in working with Goldie You're going to offer... Free
3: console. A free consult, yeah. Um get in touch with Marnie and then she'll put us in touch and then um I offer a free thirty minute consult where we kinda like hash it out. Um you can have any questions about fashion that you want and you can talk to me about it. And then um I try to set you up so you kind of have a understanding of like where we want to take your style. And then of course, you know, if you like are even more interested. I can take it to the next level, and we can go she can even do further. it all for you. So yes. right
0: into ask at askwomenpodcast dot com. Uh, please put in the subject line, hook me up with Goldie, and then I will pass that email on to her. Make the introduction, and you guys can have a free consult. Let's get to the questions from our listeners because I want to get. Make sure we answer all these questions that you guys keep running into us. Hey, Kristen, Marnie, and everyone else, recently discovered your podcast and love the great advice you girls and guys give. Keep up the good work. Here's my question for you: What do you say when a girl asks you if you have a girlfriend? In the typical yes, uh, yes or no that most men answer, it seems to rob you of any intrigue or mystery. Whether you say yes, it says that you're off the market and unavailable, unless, of course, you're actually in a committed relationship. Um, As with an over-enthusiastic, no, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm available. Shows desperation and over-interest while telling her a no might have her think that you're not pre-selected by other women. And the girl might ask herself, why don't women want you and think something must be wrong with you? So damned if you do and damned if you don't. I have been reading other dating articles on the matter and one of them... Was saying when a girl asks that question to tell her, my life is simply too busy to have a girlfriend right now. It wouldn't be fair to her, which in the article states that as the guy, you're communicating that your high value is being busy. You you create intrigue, as in she wonders why you're so busy that you can't have a relationship. And you create a challenge for her uh, who longs for a chance. Wait, for her to... Uh, Hold on. This isn't right. I want to pretend to prove that she is better than all these other women who can't keep your attention, but maybe she thinks she can. This makes sense. But what are your thoughts on this form of women's perspective uh, from a woman's perspective? So as the man, how do you answer? Do you have a girlfriend in the right way to keep her intrigued? And also, why do women ask this question? It seems that there's so much more to it than the literal answer she's looking for.
3: Bruce, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like if you have a girlfriend, say it. Yeah, I have a girlfriend. If you don't have a girlfriend, you can say, I'm, you know, I've I've got a life. You know, I'm open to the idea if like a fabulous woman comes along, but I'm not going to settle. So that's kind of... I think that's a good... I think that's better than the one of I'm busy I don't know I don't like that are you busy I, I think it's really important to keep it real do you know what I mean like if you are super no, that busy ke- that keeps it real in
0: a confident way because I understand what he's saying like all of these things would ping certain women like oh you're busy you're not so preoccupied with being in a relationship that's that's interesting to me there there would be some sort of subconscious challenge that is being relayed in that message but I think the way that you just said it is actually
3: Yeah, s- just say, be like, uh, I'm I'm balancing out my life. I've got so much going on. Or, you know, I've got things that I care about, you know. And, like, I haven't met that special someone that makes me just want to, like... Be in a relationship. Be in so a relationship, like, yeah. you know, but I'm open. Yeah. So well, what do you think? Alain? Was
2: that question written by a man or a woman? <laughs>
3: by
0: Bruce.
2: Bruce. I'm shocked that a man wrote that. Bruce the, Only because... That much thinking, men don't put that much thinking into stuff. Oh, you should men see don't. all our emails. The men,
1: they absolutely do. The men who well, write into this show do.
2: they, they That's a different group because <laughs> if you ask a guy if he has a girlfriend, if he does, the answer is yes, and if he doesn't, the answer is no you don't think hmm what should I answer what should I you know when you think that when you what should I answer what should I? when you have a girlfriend that you don't want her to find out about for sure yeah. that's when you put that much thought what answer can I give that I'm not really lying yeah but you know on the only other time it's it's confusing is if you've been dating somebody but you like haven't officially said we're in a relationship but you're not dating anyone else or whatever then you're like I I don't even know what our area is but but yeah I don't think what
0: would your response be if you had been dating somebody but uh, not in a committed relationship
2: which I'm kind of there now and my response is do I have a girlfriend no no I still don't Um, probably will you know check back in two weeks probably will but uh, now I don't.
0: So then do you stop all interaction with that woman? Is that sending her the message that I'm not having a conversation with you yeah, for that then, reason? Then
2: again, it's it, uh, it gets to how much time and effort do you want to put into this? Right. So now if you want to start something with someone else, now you're risking what you have with the person you've been dating. If that's right. been and if that's been going pretty good, then your interest isn't starting something with someone else.
0: Right. No, I agree with you. Why do you think women ask that question?
2: What, do you have a girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Because I think they're like, if you have a girlfriend, then I'm not going to waste my time. But also, I think what you said, it's really true. That thing of if you have somebody, women consider you more attractive. Like, I've heard it a million times and seen it a million times. You want to pick up women? Put on a wedding ring. Mm Mm-hmm. And women like flock to the married guy. And and I know many I married know. guys. I, I know a ton of married guys. I just wouldn't that. go they there. They said, man, I've got more actions. More women have hit on me because they're like, oh, well, he's worth having. Somebody yeah. has him. He's worth mm-hmm.
3: it. Yeah. I-, I-, I think have a wing woman. That's better
1: well, I was walking my dog The other day And I saw this guy Walking his dog And carrying his Like newborn baby In the little pack Thing on his chest And I was like Oh my god This guy is freaking adorable yeah, And I was like So attracted to him And of course I'm not going to go up to him And be like Hey baby Of course he's newly married But like him With these responsibilities And that he has this yeah, wife very attractive And he's doing her These favors of, Or not favors But he's sharing In the responsibility Of walking the dog
0: And taking care of the that baby That is very attractive yeah, you thinking You must empty the dishes of Yes. of thing
1: Yes, you must not put. This is a I, this is a conversation we've had about my boyfriend uh, a
3: few times about the dishes on the sink.
1: Right,
0: uh,
3: but it was very attractive.
0: Yep, yeah, I agree with you. It is extremely. It is a, attractive.
3: it is it is attractive. Yeah. but I don't think that I would be like, oh wow, he has. A I would baby. never go hit on him. Like now, let me go. Yeah, let- I wouldn't hit
0: on him, but I would want. This may be my anxious, but I would want to know that in some way he finds me appealing. It, yeah. There is something that you don't yeah. – for me, I don't ever want to act out on anything, but I, st- I, I still like to be You're human. wanted and feel attractive whether they're single or in a relationship. But I do understand – like, because I find certain things like a man – with a baby and walking a dog and being responsible and all of that. I thought, find those things attractive. And they happen to be packaged in typically in men who are in committed relationships I, or I in have marriages. I a friend
2: and we still joke about her daughter. We were at this music festival. And I, she had a, at the time it was a new baby. I think, I don't know, Ariana was like one or something or maybe less. And I was just carrying her around. And women kept coming up to me, yeah. and it was like, I need to borrow the hook. Yeah. And, it, and now we joke. See, so babies now, it all the time now. Now Ari is 18, oh, and wow. she's like, you know, your hook's all grown up. I said, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, We got to find out. But it was, it was funny because then it really became, when they found out that I was carrying a baby and it wasn't my baby Then it was like really like wow like who are you that you you know
1: carry a baby that's not yours
2: that's you know well either it could go the
1: route of are you a creep or that's really nice or do you want a babysitter no they thought (laughs) it
2: was great they it was it but it was it's adorable. Yeah. Her mother and I were laughing about it because it was like so obvious. I was like, this is better than a puppy. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to let me borrow this kid <laughs> every, every <day>. Saturday. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Side note, though, if you're a At single Impor- guy and you can have a dog, get one. Yes, yeah. Why- get sure. a cute dog. Because I have been, I have a dog now and I walk the dog
1: all the time. I see the regulars with their dogs. And there is this one guy with usually people fit their dog. You know, usually you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like a big guy with a big dog or a small girl with a small dog, whatever. There's this one guy who is a really big guy. And he's, he's attractive. And he has this, this small little... I've seen that like, too. ...like white, fluffy, tiny little dog. And it is so funny because they are like the polar opposites of each other. And I, the first time I saw him, I was like, that can't be his dog. Right. But it's so cute because they're opposites. And so if you are a guy and you do want to get a dog for maybe See, I would assume he had a like girlfriend
0: that, if, if a huge guy at, had a tiny at dog. At first,
1: but I've never seen this dog with a girl and I've never seen him with a girl. And I, it's just him... And his little buddy of this little fluffy stuffed animal dog and so it's like if you're a guy and you really kind of want to create attention with a dog yeah. get, best prop get ever the opposite, <laughs> get the opposite of what you think you should get you I know, like if you're that. a big
0: dude get a small little like fluffy little, dog Yorkshire sure Terrier yeah so to so let's go back to Bruce's question because I really want to give him a solid answer so basically you guys are saying that if you do have a girlfriend say yeah I have a girlfriend like that's yes. the honest
1: yeah.
3: Why like, would why Yeah, it would be it bizarre it makes no did. sense so,
0: yeah to be a little into like, to tippy toe around it but I love Goldie's response for instead of just saying no I don't have a girlfriend I like it much better than Bruce's response because something pinged me wrong when he was saying I'm really busy I, it wasn't a it challenge me, to yeah, me yeah
3: it's like why would I want to get with you if like you're too busy for me right I um, didn't like the way that it was phrased I, I didn't it didn't it didn't get
0: my attraction going, but I like the way the Goldie phrased it. So, do you want to say it one more time?
3: Yeah, I guess it was basically like, yeah, I'm balancing my life, you know, and I just haven't met that special someone, but I'm totally open. Yeah, I love that. Okay last question I am 29 years
0: old and I am extremely shy with women and in common social situations I have not done much dating because I am always too afraid to approach a woman that said a few times in my life circumstances have been such that I am around a woman a lot like at work or in college or after getting to know me they will ask me out this is rare but it happens anyway I just started a new job I'm an engineer and I found myself very attracted to one of my coworkers after about a month on the job I was working late at the office and she asked Me to share a bottle of wine with her in the office. I did, and we ended up going out. Oh, going out on what I thought was a very pleasant dinner date. We have gone out a few times since then at her request, as well as spent many hours in the office late at night just talking. The problem problem is, I don't know how to escalate these interactions to a more romantic relationship type of thing. Like I said, I'm very shy, and so things I read about, like initiating touch or providing compliments or even asking her or planning a date are very difficult for me. We have held hands at her initiation. Okay, so there is some sort of touch going on. I'm afraid she will eventually lose interest in me, assuming she is interested at all, which would be unfortunate as meeting a woman willing to give me the time of day is very rare for me. What should I do and how should I do it? P.S. If it's any help, she is 32 and a data scientist. Please don't use my name. You didn't give me your name, so I'm not going to use your name. What do you think?
1: Um.
0: Well, he's not... Value. He, I don't really know what his question is his question is how how do how do I move things forward? How do I progress things? How do I go into potential real dating or a potential real relationship with this woman right now? It just sounds like he's taking a back seat and letting her do all the driving. He needs and, to kiss her, Yeah.
3: yeah, he needs to kiss her He needs to well she's him. initiating hand holding, so there is something that she wants this is more than if she wants if she's asking for like do you want to share a bottle of wine? I think we all know what that means. You yeah. know, she's like touching his hand. He needs to lean in for the kiss. She wants it. Yeah. He, she's saying like, come on here, pussy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And if he waits too yeah, long, get annoyed, like how, how long ago soon. was this? Yeah. She's going to be like, he I don't has know if no 2013 balls. he wrote this. I have no, <laughs> yeah. and I have no idea. And kind of like lose some interest. So you kind of, you don't want to have too much time where she's like wondering like, is like, I'm putting is myself it? out there. I'm shut. For, see, for me, I,
0: I see the same thing. Like These are big the signs like this is I'm asking you to have wine with me I'm holding your hand and initiating that
2: I'll tell you this guy is truly an engineer
0: yeah absolutely because
2: engineers are mechanical and um, methodical and when you comes to emotion and connection a lot of times for for guys like that they can't it's not you know they can't do it like this guy sounds painfully shy Mm -hmm. what I would say to do yeah, to go for the kiss could be the move Mm. but I don't know if he's got what it takes to make that move. If I were him, I would joke with her, and I would say, you know what we should do? We should go on a real date.
0: I like that. That's Just cute, say yeah. that,
2: because then it's going to be funny, and then she might be... Um, We've already done that. Or, she, or you know what I mean? What do you think or this she, is? Right. It, but it's a funny way to break that ice and let her know that, yeah, I am interested in a date. I don't know how to do this. Because that that's just what he sounds like to me. He sounds like such an engineer. You know, and, that's good
1: advice. Uh, it would also be funny, being that he is such an engineer, if he made plans like... However, engineers. Right. If he
2: drew a blueprint of, of how to kiss someone first, first, I'm going to pick you up. Right. And then <laughs> we you know,
0: part here's a, where we're going to go. B, right.
2: Enter vehicle. Right. And, right. Insert in driver and passenger seat and move vehicle to restaurant and right. so on. No, and you and can, it, play, you right. can play like, within
0: your personality. But yeah. again, really I don't cute. know
2: how far he can do that with his personality. But yeah, he needs to. You know, the kiss would be the move, the, but that's a move he's not going to make. Also, it might be awkward, might be in a weird place. You know, might be she might be like, you can kiss me at home, but don't try to kiss me at the office. Although, if they're drinking wine yeah, exactly. later, at they're the hand office, holding. how much engineering is getting done? Right, exactly. What, what the hell company is this? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. He should He should jokingly, he should make it a joke, but say, I want to go on an official date. You know, and then what? Like like that. That.
0: But then what does he do after that? So then, like the, the, the statement then is made. Then if she
2: says yes, and she and that tells him, okay, she is interested beyond friendship or anything else. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because that happens sometimes. You meet somebody in a friendly situation. Like I've always had a lot of women friends. Like literally, the name of my corporation is just a friend Inc.
3: Oh, that's right. awesome. And
2: it, it's a joke that I have with a lot of them. along Running. But people see us together with my friends, not as much now as it used to be, but they, they'd be like, how are you guys not dating or whatever? Yeah. And it's like, not that kind of vibe. We're yeah. just good. We're good. And and then I've had friends where you cross the line and it's been cool. I've had friends where you cross the line and it ruins it. Fun. But yeah. Um, yeah, you can. that can be a mixed message, especially if you meet somebody in a work environment or in a more casual environment, and you're spending time with them, and talking with them, and hanging out with them, and you don't know what their life is outside of that. You know.
0: I agree with you. So, but I think both tips were actually great. I think that that Alonzo's tip, um, not is an easier way, but it's like the first baby step. Before actually taking the plunge and going in for the kiss that that I I would recommend. I yeah. would say first, you know, you want to make and, things clear you know, of what's going on here.
2: With today's laws, that kiss can get you fired and end you up in jail.
0: Uh, exactly. <laughs> we oh, talked about that in our last kisser at the office, podcast. huh? Okay. Yeah. okay,
2: okay. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. You'll never you're not work an again. anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. <laughs> then the next letter hi, I'm a bus driver. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be an engineer. This
3: girl drives on my bus. Now I'm a train engineer, not a a building engineer. Do you think it would be cute if like, like, after he says, like, I want to go on a real date or whatever and she's like, cool about it and then like, she goes to hold his hand again and he just kind of grabs her hand and gives it a little kiss on the back of the hand and just kind of that be like the first, like, yeah. I think that'd be pretty cute. Like, and then like look into her eyes and just like see how she reacts. And then like, if she's like giving you hungry eyes, going for the kiss. I mean, absolutely. Those are all, th- these are all wonderful things you can do and like baby
0: steps to get a gauge for it. I think what Alonzo was saying, which I, I completely agree with, like that even seems potentially like too big Of a step Mm -hmm. So for right now I think that's Great advice And that's What I would want As a woman Mm -hmm. And I can tell You're like Even envisioning it Like where you think That would be a perfect Scenario for you as well So women do like That type of behavior But for um, He didn't want His name being used For For guy x i think alonzo's suggestion would be very very helpful mm-hmm. all right so that is the end of our show if you want to write in questions to overanalyze this please write them in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com new episodes of our show come out every thursday so please go and subscribe so you can get these episodes sent to you directly and easily without having to do any uh actual labor but Alonzo tell people how to get in touch with you how to find out about your shows since you're flying and traveling all the time.
2: I use my real name because so far no one's looking for me so you (laughs) can find me at alonzoboden.com or on Facebook or Twitter at Alonzo Bowden and my podcast is here on the Sideshow Network it's called Who's Paying Attention and uh, it's usually funny but sometimes it's not because I like (laughs) to talk about well I like to talk about news and topical stuff so sometimes I like to get in beyond the joke and I've definitely had those comments where people are like, "I thought you were a comedian." And it's like, nah, not here.
1: Like not today. Mm-hmm. I like to keep expectations low when it comes to funny. Yeah. Before I get on stage for comedy, I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm not funny. Yeah. So
0: then people really laugh. Right. <laughs> and Goldie, if you want a free consult with Goldie, please write into ask at dot com with the subject line "Hook me up with Goldie." I think that's what I said last time. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Um, And I will connect you to Goldie directly and she will consult with you and tell you what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong and help you make – help make you look super sexy to women.
3: I do want to say one thing. If they – if you are like wondering like what could style really do for me – check out my transformations on oh, my yeah. website goldyrush.com under transformations and just check out the before and afters and then maybe you'll start getting excited yeah. about like what style could do for yeah, you seen them. they're awesome thank you i
2: don't know this is la when you say check out transformations <laughs>
3: that could
2: be a whole different vibe
3: Whole
0: <laughs> <All> different vibe <laughs> thanks people oh my god what is wrong Pete. people thanks, people Pete. thank you for listening to the show you guys are awesome we'll see you next week